0: Hello, it's Matt from Discussing Documentaries. Thank you for downloading this episode. This is part two of Scientology, Going Clear and the Prison of Belief. Previously on Discussing Documentaries, we looked at L. Ron Hubbard and this second part goes into the remainder of Scientology. Enjoy it. It's a great episode.
1: And so we now look at modern day so he passes away um Uh, When he died, by the way, they tried to get his body not to be examined, but they couldn't do that. And they found that he had been taking psychiatry medication for his anxiety, which is what he has been railing against his whole life. Because if he discredits psychiatry and therapy, then his has more credit. Do you know what I mean? The Dianetics, which is the book. The Dianetics became the book that was Scientology. Um, But they found injections for when he was uh, injecting himself with anti-anxiety medication. But even the way... Because David Miscavige, who took his place, the way he announced his death at one of these Nazi award ceremonies... Yeah, well, it was in
0: 1986 he died. Yeah, and David Miscavige... So that's the first sort of mention of David Miscavige. Now, David Miscavige started out as um, basically a runner for L. Ron Hubbard.
1: Yeah, he was his cameraman at the age of 12. Yeah,
0: and he worked his way up within the organisation. Now, David Miscavige... Sorry, mis- miscarriage is that? <laughs> that's a Freudian. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's
1: a yeah.
0: He um, he's qu- he's quite a handsome man. <laughs> he's he's symmetrical. I think you need something about you if you're going to take over an organisation. Now, L. Ron Hubbard had the fact that he could tell a bloody good story, right? Mm. Basically, and tell a lie. David Miscavige, he's got those good looks and he's got an incredibly strong will because he's been taught by the best on how to yeah. bend people to his will and he bends it incredibly well.
1: The way he announced his death at 2,000 hours of 14th of... It says the date in a weird, every kind of numerical. He goes, "Elron Ron Hubbard disregarded his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are listening went, to the announcement. OTT clear. Yeah.
0: And they're going, and it's does,
1: magnificent! But
0: they're listening to his this announcement, and they're saying to themselves, "What is, does he does he mean he's dead? Oh, because he hasn't mentioned yeah. that he's dead. Oh, he's departed his Prince. body. Well, he must be dead. Oh, okay, he's dead. And there's
1: a bit he says that I love. I absolutely love this because, like, I've been around some pathological liars, and unfortunately. Um, they're, they're not bad people, so I have to <laughs> cut out every time I, a I have to talk about them.
0: The fact that they're a pathological liar, surely that makes them bad people.
1: Uh, oh, y- you heard the 20-minute story that had to be cut out. We're not going okay, into it now right. because we'll have to cut it all out right. again because the guy's nice. Right. He was nice, but... I've seen these techniques of lying before where you tell something and then you add either a personal fact or a, little, a few fucking little details yes. to it. yeah, yeah. And, you can t- and I'm watching the show Lie to Me with Tim Roth. You yeah, watched that yeah, before? brilliant. Yeah. And it's difficult to watch with your last because, you know, they start looking at your face, twitching every oh, time they yeah, fucking ask you. Yeah, because yeah. as I say, what, I, what, what I've got going on at home at the minute, I can't stand up without being given a fucking to-do <laughs> list. And I am learning... Just to keep my face... Almost Scientology, yes. Face neutral, that's fine. Of course, I'll do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Heaven forbid I'll stand up to take a piss without Gant and get a cup of tea. He, so he goes... And he went clear. He's left his mortal coil. And he goes, wow. And let me tell you, it's it's more than we could ever imagine. imagined. <laughs> because <laughs> let me tell you, this is brilliant. We didn't even... We didn't even think how great this could be. Which that smile, I imagine, is him looking at the fucking bank accounts of Scientology, going, "I'm in control of this shit now." <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Here's the thing, Wyatt. I kind of thought uh, maybe I could have joined the Church of Scientology because their logo at that 1986 conference was the same as the Sergio Tashini logo. I don't know if you saw that.
1: What's Sergio Tosini?
0: You know the big S that I wear on my uh, sorry, the big T that I wear on my
1: tracksuit tops. No, I've never clocked that. What's that? Yeah, the t- Come on, you, I only wear tracksuit tops, which is I know, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a fashion guy. I just assumed it was you know middle-aged alessi you were wearing. <laughs> well,
0: that, well, that's exactly what it is, right? That's uh, basically, but it's it's slightly better than as you'd call
1: it alessi. Matt dresses like a mob boss around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively. Oh yep, I see that. So I see T- the
0: Sergio Toshini, it's a T with a circle around it. And when I saw that the Scientologist had nicked that, I thought, Well, is that is that to pull in the idiots like me? And then I thought, Wow, well, maybe Sergio Toshini is a that's maybe that's a Scientology thing and I've been mugged off so, all this time.
1: So right. Let's 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 jump up to modern day ish Scientology, the Scientology of the modern post L. Ron Hubbard.
0: Yes, from nineteen eighty six
1: onwards. And this is why I really worried that um, Matt could join it because he welcomes on stage for the Medal of Honor, the Valor of Honor Medal, uh, which is like a giant Olympic medal for Tom Cruise. Now. When you see these two five foot two people standing on a giant stage, you think this is why short people aren't allowed to run (laughs) fucking anything. (laughs) All right? These people are fucking psychotic and will stare through everyone and climb the ladder. This could have been Matt Wills all over. He would have been... First in the Sea Org. He would have been stamping on people playing musical chairs. straight.
0: I would have beaten someone to death with a chair. And this is why in discussing Documentaries, me and Rick have got equal shares. Because if I would have been given 51%, (laughs) Rick would now be cleaning my bathroom. I'm like, I will beat you, (laughs) motherfucker.
1: Well, if you, I, you've been to my house, Matthew. If you think I'm cleaning your bathroom, you've got another thing coming.
0: <laughs> but the company house, papers state. Look, I'm the I'm the superior person. Yeah, man. I, I could easily see me getting sucked into the Church of Scientology. When I first became a manager, I can hands down say, yeah, I was probably a bit of a douche. Because the power goes oh, to your
1: head. Match the angel of death. He's like, who do you need me to make redundant? <laughs> Exactly okay, do you want me <laughs> the first question is do you want me to go redundant? I don't mind doing that. Okay, you want me you want me to dig the ditches first and I'll, be- I'll 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 shoot myself in the head when I've buried the rest of them. Okay. No, not a problem, sir. That's why I've got the
0: admiration for the mafia. They like this guy's not working out. Okay. Get them mm-hmm. to dig their hole. Come on. That's that's smart.
1: That's- when this documentary ends, you just take your rings off, you kiss your Mrs. One last time and you get in the car. <laughs> I know
0: it was you, Fredo. Um, so effectively, David Miscavige, he takes over. So from nineteen eighty six until
1: until today. Sorry, I just want to say the the line that he finishes that one goes to go on, and the next stop is Infinity. And he does like a Nazi salute to Infinity, and the crowd bursts with excitement. We're talking about like ten thousand people yeah. in a fucking amphitheater. It's like the Oscars. Yeah. Right, but, but
0: bigger and with a lot more sycophants and, as it turns out, a lot more money than
1: Hollywood. There's <laughs> still white guys getting the medals, though, isn't it? <laughs> Let's
0: be honest. Did, did you see how many people of colour were in the entire documentary?
1: I, I think there was just Isaac Hayes, uh, and he wasn't in the documentary.
0: Right, there was one guy they cut to in the audience uh, for about 12 seconds. That was wow. pretty much it. It was the whitest documentary we've seen, and we've just watched Icarus, right? And that, and that was pretty damn white.
1: Icarus, the, the, the point of Icarus about the doping scandal is pretty, let's give white guys a chance.
0: <laughs> Why did not we say that in the Icarus documentary? That's very funny. Um, so we're, we're now in the state of Scientology where David Miscavige takes over. Now, if you think... That we've painted quite the horrible picture of Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Well, Rick, why don't you start going to, to town on David Miscavige?
1: David Miscavige is terrifying. terrifying. I want it on record. Yeah. That everything I say is coveted by it, allegedly according to the documentary. Yeah, me too. And I'm also glad I've got a reactive fucking dog that can take one of these bastards' legs off <laughs> and come <to> the house. Because. <laughs> <laughs> This is the point where I look at the beagle and go, it's your moment, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is, what, this is you're employed poor
0: boy. Come on.
1: Because he is insane. So their big, their, first off, their big war is with the IRS. Yeah.
0: And he declares war at the Oscar ceremonies thing that they have.
1: Hubbard had a guy go into the IRS office and just steal all their files. Just stole... All these files from the IRS copied them. They were they were monitoring the IRS and they were leaking out. Do you remember the British tax uh, scandals? Yep. So they basically did that for America. They went to all the IRS conferences and like got all the notes for how much all the like the alcohol cost that were under taxpayer dime. Right, okay. And started to leak that. So they were starting to give the IRS pressure.
0: And the reason they're going after the IRS is the Church of Scientology had a tax bill. For a billion dollars, right? And that was when a billion dollars was a lot of money. Now There's if...
1: a phrase of yours that I just don't <laughs> understand, Matt. That. Just...
0: Well, because a billion dollars isn't a lot anymore. That's it would nothing. be to
1: me. I've got to be honest. A billion mm. pounds is still a lot of money. Me and you would waste it. We'd spend it on advertising that wouldn't get us fucking anything. Um... I would have someone hit doing the <laughs> testing, testing, one, two, three before this documentary. <laughs> We, we all, all know you wouldn't. So uh... there would be, there would be, there would be Blink One Eight Two playing me <laughs> on and off in the room. Now, the
0: reason that they need to go tax exempt, and this is key to the reason that Scientology,
1: they can't afford the bill. If they
0: can't if, go tax exempt, they're going to go bankrupt.
1: And it's a weird thing because there isn't the technically the taxmen are who decides who and what is a religion they're not yes. theologians do you know what i mean no no so there's an interesting they're part of like an account cracks of the system yeah so what they do now i'm going to bring up a trope of the documentary which i know several of our listeners are fucking sick of in a minute is fascinating so what they do is they bring about individual court cases suing Individual members of the IRS, like hundred like 1,500 members of Scientology, individually sued people who work at the IRS. So if you imagine that as a litigation nightmare and flooded them.
0: But on top of that, think of this, the genius of that idea. They cannot beat the IRS. So they attack workforce they attack the individuals they bring 2400 individual cases to attack the individuals who work for the irs and the irs workforce are like whoa 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 you can't sue me turns out we can because we're in america now either make us tax exempt or we're gonna fuck with you or you're getting
1: deposed yeah yeah and this is my call to arms of it's genius of the 55,000 season ticket holders of Newcastle, people in the surrounding areas, <laughs> to start individually suing for mental health damages to blocking the Newcastle United takeover and see how quickly this shit gets done. All right, because that is a way, all right? Because legal fees are legal fees, and that is money. And if you have enough yeah. people doing that shit... You're, you get your own way, and that's exactly what happens. The guy turns to him and goes, is he serious? All these court cases go away if we just give you this tax-exempt rubber stamp? And they went, yes. And you've got pictures of them literally doing bloody big thumbs-up signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up sign celebrating with them, and then they go, We have won the war with 90s graphics on the screen that looks terrible like war is bent in a right angle. The war is over
0: <laughs> because, effectively, once the IRS define you as a religion, you are protected under the First Amendment right of the US
1: Constitution. Now, that is religious persecution, so they can get away with pretty much anything. Yeah. Like, so a lot of court cases. Um, this the sad part of this is so people who are actually suing for physical and mental damages of what they experienced in Scientology, for being beaten up, for being imprisoned, for having children taken off them. Yeah, they can't. The minute they become a religion, the court says they are now protected by their religious rights.
0: Now, the First Amendment reads as follows. An amendment to the US Constitution that prohibits any law limiting freedom with respect to religion, expression, peaceful assembly, or the right of citizens to petition the government. The minute you've done that, they, the, the US government, sorry, the US IRS service, they fucked the planet in terms of allowing Scientology in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they give them the keys to the kingdom, basically. And yeah. um, there's a great Jim Jeffries quote, which I think is probably one of the cleverest jokes ever told. When they talk about you can't change the amendment about gun control. And you say, yes, you can. It's called an amendment. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it's fucking called that? Which is one of the most genius, spotting out the obvious, that no one saw the wood yeah. for the trees lines you'll ever hear. And they come from an alcoholic Australian is fucking genius. So how much is
0: Scientology worth? So at the time when they got their tax exemption, they were only worth about 1.5 billion. And guess what, Rick? That was when 1.5 billion was a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and much like the churches, and much like McDonald's, what they really are are the largest. Oh shit! That's a Scientologist at the door. I didn't <laughs> <hear> the <dog. laughs> Don't answer it. Because I gotta be honest, he's not a fucking fan of squirrels either. So they're fucked if they got them on the t-shirts. Bless them. Yeah. So uh, Catholicism, McDonald's, and Scientology are up there with the largest real estate owners on the planet yes which gives them power which gives them so much you know weight and what can happen what can be done because they're the tax exempt
0: and the royal society for the
1: protection of birds what is, is that up there with them have they got billions well not on the planet but
0: in britain yeah they're a massive landowner yeah and you know how powerful they are <laughs>
1: yeah 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 That's as a, a cat want to chuck out as a rule of three there matt we're going to discuss about your comedy timing well no i'm <laughs> just
0: saying as a cat owner the royal society for the protection of birds wants all wants all cats to wear bells around their neck because it saves the bird population
1: is that why they wear bells
0: yeah wow and my cat doesn't like wearing a bell therefore my cat would be illegal couldn't get her to wear that so we'd have to put her down so, listen, you've got Scientology, you've got Catholicism, McDonald's, and the RSPB. They're all trying to crush us, Rick, and it ain't going to happen. Sick of <laughs> bullies, it's not going to happen. <laughs>
1: so, and what they're mainly doing is they're pumping their celebrities of it. So, and, and here we're introduced to
0: Mr. John Travolta. And when he speaks, you kind of, I don't know, man, there's something about John Travolta where you're like, wow. He, he must be right. It's John Travolta. And it is that L. Ron Hubbard identified that, right? If we can get the celebrities, people will join in the wake of a celebrity being there because we're, we're amazed by celebrities. We love them.
1: It helps. It gets it gets their word out so much. The same yeah. as the corny 2012 thing I told you about the influencers. The yeah. uh, Fire Festival is a great example of the celebrity yeah. part of it. But it's funny because I really like the movie that you see John Travolta talking about Scientology and it's called Basic. It was an army movie I remember watching as a kid. That's, I see him. He's in the uniform on on screen. Is that where he plays
0: the guy who dies in the beginning?
1: And then he's not dead. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like four different movies. Sam Jackson's about... in it. It's their first yes. one in that.
0: I saw that about a year or so ago. That's, a, that's an awful film
1: in a good in a good way and um did you know who was meant to play Vincent i forgetting his Vincent Vega right yeah oh, do you know who was meant do you know on, who that... was originally
0: cast good that is good pub trivia
1: for pub fiction just hang in case on anyone doesn't know what we're
0: talking about i am going to go with oh my mind's gone blank was it Clooney. Was it George
1: Clooney? No, 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 I'll give you a clue. It is a Tarantino favourite.
0: Oh, Michael Madsen?
1: Yeah. It was meant to be Michael Madsen playing Vinnie Vega.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes complete sense.
1: I believe John Travolta, because he was looking for a rebrand to get into more adult movies, may have just done Look Who's Talking.
0: Right. Well, his career, they say Tarantino saved his career, didn't they? Yeah, so it was his...
1: It was his dancing that got him it. So that because scene... Because of...
0: And then the teenage wed and then right. the old folks wished and were... do 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 Okay, so that got him into Pulp Fiction. Apparently so, yeah. Well, now we've found out how horrible... Or now we've been reminded of how horrible Scientology is. And we know that John Travolta is a Scientologist do we have to get rid of our copies of Pulp Fiction and the soundtrack and everything are we still allowed to enjoy that film what's, what's the rule because I know we're not allowed uh, to watch Kevin Spacey stuff anymore which is a bit of a shitter because I never saw House of Cards so what, what what's the rule with Travolta stuff
1: well at least you know House of Cards hasn't got an ending so you don't, you're not missing much on that one okay because yeah, um, I had to just write them out of it and you know every Christmas he, he posts a fucking video on Twitter oh. talking about how he never died really very interesting. He did it on Christmas. So what he did is he um, posted a video in character of uh, Frank Underwood. But he's who's Frank Underwood? He's the main character from House of Cards who becomes president. Oh right, Camps, okay. So he, he's in character as Frank Underwood, but he's addressing the allegations against him. Plus Frank Underwood, it's really weird. But some of the best acting i have seen all year. The guy's a savant. He's <laughs> a superb actor. You can't miss like, him. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't really think I was gonna lie down and take this, all, did you? <laughs> you wouldn't believe baseless accusations without proof. He puts on the ring because he's evil in House of Cards. He has people killed to go up the political ladder. Yeah, just he kill a, he, um,
0: he kills a dog in the first episode, which I think that's why I stopped watching it. Not sure. Yeah, he, he strangles a dog in the pilot, and I'm like, I'm not watching this. this guy's a fucking dog killer. I do not remember that bit. Oh well.
1: But yeah. um...
0: So, right, back to the point. Am I still allowed to watch and enjoy Pulp Fiction? Because I I watch that probably once every two or three years.
1: Are we allowed to still enjoy iPhones knowing they're made in sweatshops? Are clothes still allowed to be worn? The Hollywood paedophile ring of who has been interacted with someone who's you know held that, can we still enjoy it in the movies? Can we enjoy the billions of pounds that the Saudis are going to invest in the Newcastle's transfer fund? It's one of those, of how many <laughs> steps removed are you from it and where your line is? Because um, <laughs> everything is a moral conundrum I, right now.
0: I was wondering when we're going to have our all roads lead to Rome stroke Newcastle lead on this doc, on this podcast there you go well done um
1: i'll drop the cases when we get the takeover <laughs>
0: just... yeah so we meet effectively we meet john travolta and john travolta like i said he gives a speech and you you can't help but like john travolta and he's yeah, a he's it, a really good friend of uh, spanky taylor
1: so spanky was kind of like his liaison yeah with John. So that's how we know more probably about John in these little parts than we do about Tom.
0: Yeah. Well, she called him Johnny. Which, that's how well she knew him. Yeah.
1: So around the time of Saturday Night Fever, uh, but but Spanky got put into the prison, the brick, whatever their prison is. Yeah. And then so she's cut off from John. And John's like freaking out. He can't get in touch with her. Like, what's up with you? He's then annoyed that she's allowing this, like, abuse to continue. And they, so they want... So she sacked off John to Volta. And this was like, she gets emotional about this. She... So she has to cut ties of John Travolta. Then they want to have a private screening of Saturday night. And John Travolta says, only if I can meet up with Spanky. So they arrange to meet up a few days after. And then straight after they have this private screening, they make Spanky no longer with John Travolta.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so, uh, so, it's just, so she has to cancel that. And she's saying how John was livid at the um, abuse that she had allowed to happen to her. Yeah. So she she was disappointed in her. So he had heard about what was happening to him. And it's a side that probably the celebrities don't always hear about.
0: The weird thing about Spanky, right? So she was pregnant. They took her kid away from her. They put her in. So the compound that they put her in, like the Scientology prison is called the hole.
1: The hole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, which... And
1: that's when you're doing like, you know, back break and labor for 20 hours a day, yeah. four hours sleep, you sleep on a roof on a urine soaked mattress. Yeah.
0: And she just thought, hang on, I signed up for Scientology, but my kid who they've taken away from me and the baby in my belly didn't. I'm not having this. So she, she basically escapes.
1: Yeah. She goes in and sees the kid in the daycare with like fruit flies on it, covered mm-hmm. in sick vomit, Conjunctivitis. Experiment yeah conjunctivitis so his eyes were crusted together now this isn't this isn't like in some foreign country with no laws this is in los angeles yeah this is in america so she does one of her only friends outside of scientology is also i think tom cruise no no it was john John Travolta's John travolta's pa yeah travolta's pa and she literally goes i'm just taking the kid to the hospital and someone says has that been approved which again sinister Yeah. It's as as jokey and daft as all these Xenu warrior stuff is. Sinister, like, has this been approved? You can take your child to a physician. Yeah. So he goes, of course it is. I'm just giving it it to my friend to take out because she's not allowed out of the hull." And she jumps in the car and speeds away. And they're chasing after her going, spanky no. Chasing after her. And at that point, John Travolta takes a huge step back from the Church of Scientology.
0: Yeah, which is good, right?
1: And then you hear other things coming out and they show footage, like... Because there's a whole thing of John Travolta's had a a male lover for years and they've had to intimidate Hollywood press and gossip magazines. Scientology has met with John Travolta's lawyers to go and squash rumours about him because the homophobia as early as the 90s and probably further on uh, would have just killed his career in their minds. And then what, what they've
0: got on John Travolta is because every time they audit him and they talk to him about asking him to discuss his problems... They've built a filing cabinet's worth of information on John Travolta. Yeah. He's probably and given them more of his insecurities than he's ever told anyone. This has happened over, you know, decades of of experience with Scientology. So they could destroy him with this information.
1: And you, and you have Marty Rathburn, who's a name I don't believe we've mentioned yet, who's like one of the second in command to miscavige, is told to go and put a black PR team uh, file on Travolta. Because yeah. they're worried about him stepping away now after hearing about this about Spanky.
0: And if he does so Travolta... step away, that just reflects bad on Scientology, which would which would harm their recruitment process. And what have we learned from doing documentaries, Rick? It's a bums-on-seats business, my man. And that's what Scientology is. They need to keep getting the people in the door to keep shelling out the money to get to the next level of Scientology. Because every time you do, you have to buy the bloody books, don't you? Um and therefore, that's what fuels the coffers. And here's that when they get tax exemption, they then just start asking people for money. They're not even selling them books anymore. They're like, "Yeah, we need money. Do you? Yep, yeah, we need yeah. money. Just give us money."
1: And then Paul Haggis, the director, is talking about he just made made a hundred and fifty k donation on the spot. Yeah, because they're just hammer you for the cash. And then then we go into Tom Cruise. Is the, the other celebrity really to talk about in this one, which the,
0: this was just just because I, I don't know how you feel about Tom Cruise, but I genuinely feel like I know him. That he's a bloody nice guy. right? He very rarely plays a bad person. And when he does, he does it incredibly well. Look when he played uh, the vampire Lestat. That is a truly very, evil character. Great but my He's a fantastic actor. And he can handle the truth, that guy, right? But until it comes to Scientology, in which case he then collapses completely. Oh,
1: and the footage, the footage of him and the turtleneck talking about Scientology is—it's
0: well, just. Str- but you've only got a part of that, so you... I haven't I seen know, the but... whole of
1: that. But because it sounds I don't know like why, you I'm de- he's de- why talking... am I defending Tom Cruise? It sound- it's because you really like Top Gun, and he's a short guy. Um... Yeah, he's one of my people. Yeah. So how could he be, be so
0: bad? It, it's short people like him who give short people like me a bad name. Says the bloke with... who said he would beat someone death with yeah. a chair to move up in the sea
1: orc. Yeah, the the Napoleon <laughs> this Napoleon's marching across you going, give him a chance. You just <laughs> If he was five foot seven, you wouldn't be bothered, would you? This is just
0: bigotry. I just I'd just like to point out, Napoleon was five foot seven.
1: Was Napoleon five foot seven?
0: Yeah, but because of the conversion rates be- between uh, France and the UK, our conversion rates were wrong. So we labelled him as like four foot seven. But he was actually quite a tall man. Yeah.
1: Five foot seven is not quite a tall man for But well, it off. But it was uh, back then. To Bear me, in mind, that Jesus, sounds... Jesus
0: was about three and a half foot tall. So it was back then, it was incredibly tall.
1: Just picturing Jesus as Lionel Messi now,
0: but much <laughs> smaller. Jesus was smaller yeah. than me. Allegedly. Wow. I just want to say allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, I just We're like, taking yeah, all the seen, religions down today, you, aren't you've we? Seen, you've seen a documentary, you know, when kids like mark their height against the um, <laughs> against the door. No, they found it in, in Bethlehem. Jesus, age 16. And it's, it's only three foot. Yeah. what it is.
0: And if you go look an extra foot above that, it says Matt Wills. There you go. Age 16. <laughs> Perfect. He was clearly taller. That was... But no, oh, that, and there's the, little Tom Cruise. Look, that's
1: saying napoleon's not that short to me rings of um oh yeah head lice only go after clean hair so if anyone tells you you're dirty for having <laughs> lice in them they only like the, the the clean hair so you're fine
0: this is finland all over again isn't it best education system in the world sure how do you know Where do we... we told you so, so tom, tom cruise.
1: cruise is in it and in this interview of him is fucking like he's like wide-eyed he's he's staring through the camera he's like man imagine if you a suppressive person, remember them. And he's just he just seems crazy in the And it is cut to the crazy parts, because thankfully this is a hundred and sixteen minute documentary with a lot to absorb. So I only want to see the crazy shit, you know. Well,
0: the weird thing is Tom Cruise is really good friends with David Miscavige. So they are buddies. So on the filming of Days of Thunder, they hung out together. They were spending all their time. They go skydiving oh, together. They and do everything for
1: him, don't they? They pimp out his cars, yeah. they um they make them like just these compounds just for Tom Cruise to live in are just beautiful. Yeah. And like everything's cool as fuck. They go super bike racing. Everything's a yeah. party to Tom Cruise. And then sadly, but when he started...
0: he meets Nicole Kidman.
1: Yeah, he meets Nicole Kidman and they freak out because Nicole Kidman is not big within the church. And her dad's a psychiatrist, which in the laws of Scientology is evil. Well, he, so that they makes him her. the
0: enemy. And that makes her the enemy yeah. by association a to her suppressive person. Sure. Yeah.
1: So they're trying to push them away. And they were saying every auditing session, so when they're, you know, grilling Tom Cruise to get rid of his thetons, every time they mention Nicole, they're like, Oh, I don't know about this person. (laughs) She might be a zeno?" (laughs) So they kind of do their best. And there's a year when Tom Cruise didn't talk to them much. And you hear about Miscavige being like a psychotic dictator-ish of being like yeah we need rid of this person we need black ball packages put against this one in case this happens Yep. and they've got and their eventually... file ready
0: to destroy tom cruise the reason he didn't talk to them much is because him and nicole were filming eyes wide shut with stanley kubrick yep. and it was in britain and scientology they didn't have that reach right so they
1: actually that's a terrible movie eyes wide shut
0: oh, i've never seen it
1: there's yeah it's terrible okay um it's before porn became really mainstream, so it was as close to. Oh, okay, but, but it's
0: two A listers doing porn, right? Or close to. kind, kinda, of, yeah. Right.
1: Um But they So they do that, but then so they split them up, but then they turn the kids against Nicole Kidman. Ugh.
0: Oh, how could she's you this, the adopted kids? They've already been through shit, right?
1: These yeah. poor
0: kids. And now they're having their adopted mum turned against. what? You're turning these kids against their adopted mum? how could she be a bad person and surely tom didn't
1: t- tom didn't believe that did he yeah yeah, oh, tom's 100% in it because eventually oh, i'm not so sure I, listen all right okay i'll give you my little bit of advice okay. to it and then <laughs> and then we'll find another nice short person for you to you know Wait, identify with Matt. can i just
0: li- listen the scientologist had a song and I found their song offensive because it's We Stand Tall. Not all of us do. Do we, Tom? No. And how did Tom let that song out? Come on, Tom. Play the game, that mate. Song,
1: do you know what that song reminded me of? Is um, By the way, Elrond Hubbard's released albums and they're hilarious. I heard them the other day. Um, no,
0: really? I might Spotify them later.
1: Yeah. So the the We Stand Tall is what they released after the tax-exempt thing. Right. But do you ever remember the England World Cup song, Express <laughs> Yourself? <laughs> you got to <laughs> roll with <laughs> it. Did 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 John rock. <laughs> <right. laughs> Express Yourself, you're one-on-one.
0: It was, it was, it's like Christian rock, isn't it? But not good Christian rock, as opposed to all that really good Christian rock that's out there. Yeah.
1: So, So, yeah. And uh, so Tom Cruise turns around and says to someone, I need a girlfriend. So then they start. Are you watching The Boys at the minute on Amazon Prime? Yeah. The Deep. Are you up to date? Yep so the deep who is now trying to revamp his character is yeah. now joined their Scientology. And this is exactly the Tom Cruise story. They are interviewing women to yeah. be his girlfriend yeah, and picking, selecting. They, they give her all these clothes. They did his hair the way Tom Cruise likes women's hair to be. And then to be honest, she was beautiful. This woman was absolutely studying. Was it Tony Ortega was her name or Hannah Whitfield? What was her name? The girlfriend, um, did you jot that down? Another great discussing documentaries trope of not recognizing females. That we need to address. I,
0: I didn't get, but there's a reason why I didn't do that. It seemed to, it seemed mean to me because she wasn't in the documentary at all, apart from being made to be Tom Cruise's girlfriend. And I was like, well, we shouldn't, well, she, we shouldn't.
1: Yeah, she found out her after after they give her this whole makeover, the whole this, that, the other. They then send her, and she finds out on a plane that her mission is to be Tom Cruise's girlfriend. Which turned out not to be Mission Impossible. Within a month, she's living Because <laughs> she's, she's super fucking hot, and that's the way that works. You know what I mean? That didn't take much at all. Um, and then how did she lose her job? She couldn't understand David Miscavige in an in a be, argument. Because something. she wasn't she, very well. She wasn't very well, and she wasn't understanding Miscavige's thing. So Tom Cruise then starts screaming in her face and pounding the desk, saying, how dare you disrespect... Miscarriage, and then she's removed from Tom. They go to a house. They take away everything from the relationship that she had collected. They then chuck her in the brig where she's having to do fucking backbreaking labor for twenty hours a day. Yeah, her her
0: name was Nazanin Boniadi, and she's an actress.
1: There we go. Um, but,
0: but I I found the Tom Cruise stuff heartbreaking. I genuinely did because. Listen, Scientology hasn't got that many people following it. I think they said the current numbers are around fifty thousand. Now that's tiny. That is absolutely tiny. Did I hear that right? Fifty
1: thousand.
0: Oh, Scientology's current numbers sit at around fifty thousand. It's of
1: active members,
0: right? that could Tom Cruise could easily stop the recruitment of other poor people into Scientology so that they're not bullied hit treated like shit made to feel suicidal be made to suffer from depression which is what everyone who's left said they felt he could stop all of that by just going on TV and denouncing the lot of it he could fix that easily right and 50,000 people if they stay in there that's fine that's on them but You'd struggle with your recruitment after the world's most famous actor says, actually, these people are not very nice guys. And listen, if he was to promote uh, Christianity over Scientology, people must go, bloody hell, how bad must Scientology be that Christianity is getting doing better than Scientology? Oh, but it's easily
1: fixed. He's Tret like a god. Now, there's all kinds of insane stuff about the Katie Holmes stuff that was after this documentary, his latest divorce. There is there is some fascinating stuff regarding Tom Cruise. But again, it's all and,
0: it's got that fake news feel about some of it. So you don't know whether it's real. So you you don't know what to believe about Hollywood. Because well, it's well, all made up, right? When everything
1: Katie Holmes is coming out in depositions and stuff and saying this was what it was like in there. And then the people who have left Scientology that were, you know, auditing with Tom Cruise and trying to get him to leave Nicole Kidman and then bless him. If he's walking down the streets for five minutes without a super bike to play on, someone helicopters in and jumps, <laughs> gives him a rocket pack to play with. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You seen his cars that have jacuzzis in them with a seatbelt. Like it is absolutely insane the way he's tread. He's never leaving that. He's got the best life ever because he's not seen the ugly side. But I think He's, he is
0: seeing the ugly side, and I think he. I don't put a think stop he is. I that. think
1: it's kept from him because anyone who even dares come near Well, He could watch Tom this Cruise, documentary.
0: I mean, I did, but they—they
1: they won't. It'll be declared a suppressive piece of material. You saw in the documentary. Everyone said I never watched anything negative about Scientology because you're that far into it, you just don't. You just go. People okay. are against us. It's right. us against them, and again, that just solidifies it. But yeah, I, I mean, obviously, he must have surely heard this shit. But when you're being like you know literally carried between argentinian model to argentinian model bass and between compounds you live on with servants that are all just telling you you're the... do you see the footage of his birthday party yeah tom cruise is... and they've got like all these like world-class singers and getting tom cruise just to sing and everyone's clapping tom cruise singing while they're... they've got to go back to prison in an hour if they don't sing happy birthday loud enough
0: the um the The thing that shocked me was the fact that he gave a speech to, like, the Scientology Oscar thing. And he said, listen, I've met the most powerful people in the world. I've met them. I've seen the leaders of the world's top countries. None of them have got a patch on David Miscavige. This guy is the real deal. He's the chairman (laughs) of the board.
1: This guy has 10 hookers to blow me in every room. The fucking Vatican only had two. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, and he's endorsing this guy who he obviously he must like, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I found the Tom Cruise stuff upsetting. Them and the fact that they, they treated oh, the woman... Oh,
1: sorry, and then we come to NDAs so that Naz, the uh, yeah. actress, wasn't allowed to talk due to an, a non-disclosure. And you don't get people to sign non-disclosures they don't have shit to tell about you.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. I'm very disappointed with Tom. Tom, I feel like you've let me and our kind down. I really do. Um... Let's talk about the, the hole quickly then.
1: Yeah, so this is where it kind of begins to wrap as an arc of the documentary. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The hole, and it's Miscavige is going insane, and he's like vi- like viciously beating the shit out of his like his lieutenants. They put them in the hole, which is their prison where they're having to do stuff like mop bathroom floors with their tongue. Yeah. Um, four hours sleep a day, and then they would come in. And they would play what's called musical chairs, and they play Bohemian Rhapsody, and whoever's whoever loses musical chairs is out of Scientology. One hundred percent, yeah. And and these people are in jail for years, and they're literally fighting to be allowed to stay in. Yeah, as a head fuck.
0: Well, there was a great and, great quote about Miscavige, when he took control of Scientology, he went absolutely bonkers. And now he's remained unchecked, right? Because the reason we have elections is so that the, the same person can't remain in power. It's not like that in Scientology. There, are guys, there until he goes on to the next plane, basically. And
1: the next guy who's you know stabs people in the in the office waiting room to get into yeah. into that spot. Who goes? You know, David Miscavige. He, he went super-duper clear, and on his way, I would say that uh, I should be in charge of where the cash <laughs> goes. Um, and let me tell you, uh, he has great faith in what I'm going to do. What's that, David? Yeah, I should build a palace <laughs> for myself. Yeah. Um, We'd like to uh, appoint uh, an Empress of Valor, who will be my right-hand woman. Um, we're going to start interviews <laughs> immediately on that one. They, this compound that
0: they've created, called the Hole, Basically, he gets every single senior management person in there, and he beats them down physically and mentally. And not just him, as they all said, if they weren't being beaten down, they were doing the beating down. Yeah. So Jason Begg, you know the guy, the actor who's got the the sexiest voice going. What are you looking at,
1: fuckface? I went exterior on that motherfucker.
0: He is a tough-looking sod, right? And they beat him mentally. And he went, yep. he went, I can't believe it. He goes, I cannot believe I fell for it. And he went, let me tell you this. All Scientologists are full of shit. And the minute he says that, you're like, fucking hell. And th- the courage that it must have taken him to initially think that fault. Because if you're cut off from Scientology, right, you've been in there for 15 years. It, you lose all your friends. If your family are in there and they decide to stay in there, you lose all your family. You lose everyone. It's heartbreaking.
1: And we haven't spent a whole heap of time talking about the narrators, the people who have left up to this point. So these are high-ranking people that yeah. are left that are doing this documentary. Marty Rathburn is the head of security. He'll be like he's like pretty much one of the most evil people in Scientology. Yeah. Throughout his time. And it's funny what he says as he goes, it was a matter of time once he introduced the whole because what they didn't know is I would never go to jail. So the minute they try and send him to the hall, he says, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Um,
0: and, he's, and along with Jason, the actor, he starts like an anti-scientology website exposing the truth, and he creates well, a blog. And Rathburn
1: then he, leaves from Mexico. People assume he's dead. But, yeah. That's in all four. In all seven, um, Big leaves, and he does a YouTube interview doing it. And then like that kind of went super viral.
0: Yeah, and and then he starts getting hassled by members of the church.
1: They went on CNN, and they had their wives. Yeah, who were in the hall. Yeah, the wives were in prison. They let them out of there to go on CNN all scripted, and they proved it was scripted because they said the same thing, going, I know every... I I, I was married to this guy. I know every inch of his body. And the next one goes, I was married to this person. I know every inch of his body. And that's clearly because during auditing, they said they were self-conscious about their dick size. And they're like, oh, no, they're trying to say they're going to talk about how big my dick is on CNN. (laughs) I can't have
0: that. And they they even have a go at the CNN reporter, don't they? They go, hang on, you're being rude. And he looks at them and says... And his look just states, doesn't it, I'm not being rude. I've only asked you a very simple question.
1: These people are impossible, is, is the answer. They're, they're unflappable in what you can get. These people are fucking impossible. And then they show you the Panorama documentary. That was a big expose in this country. I remember Massive. that was probably I remember that one well. of the first times I remember that coming out because you had the people in the Panorama documentary were following as squirrel busters, the people in the Panorama documentary, and the guy looks nuts. He's in his face, and he's one of the ones who's left. He's one of the defectors doing the documentary. Yeah. So they're showing the footage of that. He says he um, feels
0: great shame. All, all of the people who left Scientology. So let, let's just read out the years. One did 35 years, one did 13, one did 17, uh, one did 19, uh, one did 27. They were in it for a long, long time. And while they were in it, they thought it was all OK. And it was only after they left. They saw the stupidity of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so Haggis, his problem... It, it's its like being
0: a drug addict, right? Or an alcoholic.
1: With Haggis, it was when two of his daughters were lesbian and they had to leave. There was a woman whose son was like the consummate Hitler, you it. He had to be declared a suppressive person. That was um, brutally sad because... Disconnecting, yeah.
0: So the minute you're told you're being disconnected. Everyone who you know says, I can't have anything more to do with you. And her daughter goes up to her and says, I love you, mum. So this is it. I'm never, ever going to see you again because I'm not allowed to talk to you anymore because you've been naughty. Bye-bye. So she says she was saying goodbye to her, her daughter and her goddaughter, and she'd never see them So you're you kept
1: again? in a us against them bubble, as uh, a voucher, yeah. and it's the risk of, not having anything left in the bubble, but if you leave it, it it keeps them all in it. And um, what they did to Marty Rathburn... It's heartbreaking. um, They started filming his wife. Yeah. They bought a house opposite him. And it's a surveillance house. You know, like the old school yeah. pizza trucks they have?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They bought the entire <laughs> so,
1: house. So they've bugged his house. They follow him. They harass him every single day. If he even does anything, they, they, go, they sue him for like knocking a camera out of their hands.
0: And this is where the cleverness comes into it, right? Because for every... What do we learn about the evil galactic empire in Star Wars? Very easily undermined by just sending in an X-Wing fighter and firing a little, a little bomb down a little hole. And Scientology is going to blow up a bit like that because Marty's wife was allowed to file a suit against David Miscavige. Personally, Be- yeah. Yeah, personally, but Marty wasn't. Now, she was because she was never a member of Scientology and she said he's, his organisation have been hassling her for five years and they've got police records to prove it and there's videotapes to prove it. And effectively, that's Scientology's hole that the X-Wing fighter is going to
1: know, you know drop a bomb down.
0: No, because he, here's, here's how, for me, the Because documentary... they try
1: desperately not to get him deposed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. like they, they need anything to keep that prick off the stand. Like
0: Because his ego won't allow him to not be the top dog, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Any sci- any lawyer with any kind of background in psychology could just rip him apart.
0: You know who could also rip him apart? Tom Cruise's character from A Few Good Men. He could get him to, you can't handle the truth. He could get into that stage. So, yeah. yeah, come on, Tom. Step up, mate. Step up. Um, I didn't see what happened. Because basically, as soon as I finished watching the documentary, I felt a bit sick. And it reminded me of, because I, I was bullied a fractionally, not a lot at school. I think I did more bullying than I was bullied at school. Um... Which is, is which is horrible.
1: Like most, like majority of people, took shit and give it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it's a lot to come to terms of. But then when you look at what you've actually done to people's adult lives in this, it's almost cathartic to see that you're not that evil.
0: <laughs> yeah, and what Marty was saying is because he, while he was in Scientology, he was the bully, and all of the the processes that he invented to bully people then were used on him. And he goes, you know, this is death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? I'm, I'm having all of this here's used against me, and I feel shame about what I, what I did.
1: Here's the thing about Marty Rathburn. So he didn't leave on any ethical. He's just like, oh, you're not putting me in a jail. And apparently, since leaving Scientology, he's tried to set up his own Scientology.
0: <laughs> oh, really? <it's> Scientology too. <laughs> yeah. The return. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's trying to do his own ones like that. Like
0: it wasn't feetons. It was beatons. It was those guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done a lot of dodgy shit since then. Because again, they're all just programmed to be like that. So that's pretty much as much as we can get into within, wow, we're, we're hitting up a record number of how yeah, we man. splice this one up. But it is again, to start off cult month, there is no bigger and more successful uh, cult than Scientology.
0: Well, unless we look at one of the other religions, but yeah, we'll get into that another day, I'm sure. So Well,
1: again, Scientology is what I'm comfortable calling a cult.
0: Okay, all right. i, I I'm going to go after them all. Fuck them. Uh, so, and main reason is I detest bullies. I really can't stand bullies. Having been one and have been victim of one, uh, yeah, we're shit. And yeah. he, here's why the documentary was so upsetting. Because the bullies are still out there and they're still running a multi-billion enterprise. And nothing's changed.
1: And learn a weaponized stuff. Like, I mean... You look at how things, everything's being... We're going back into social dilemma and voting and stuff like yeah. that. It can all be put into this. Yeah. It's, um, and we all but... feel
0: shame about our past actions, right? But you can change. Now, this is a message to you, Mr. Cruz. You can change, sir. I've changed. I saw the error of my ways. i fixed myself. I'm saying to you, you can do it. If you want to hook me up on the... Show notes. There's our email address. Just drop me an email. I'm Matt. Very approachable. Uh, Rick's matt's, also
1: chatable. matt's, do, matt's done some parachutes, <laughs> and you know what? He can he can wear the same <laughs> the same backpack as you. You all fit in the same clothes. We
0: could switch shoes. We could switch suits. My tailor's called Gresham Blake. He's very good and very well known. Um, but you can change, and that's why this documentary pissed me off because that. That church is not going to change you know until what? not even Miscavige leaves. And he won't until he dies, which he won't by the looks of it. Not even
1: him changing. I just want to see him speak honestly about what negatives he knows about the church. Do you know what I mean? I would, I, that would be enough for me for him to go, oh, I've heard they have the hole. I've heard that. And it's like, oh, how come I've never been chucked overboard from a fucking naval ship? <laughs> like, yeah. I just, yeah,
0: all of it. It just genuinely pissed me off. I found it a really hard watch. Um, give us your score, Rick. Let, let's see what you're going to score this one at.
1: Because uh, like, the resolution's not great, but it's a fascinating documentary, really. And it's, and to, of all the longer ones we've done, this didn't feel like a long yeah. watch for me. Yeah, that's true. there was just plenty. And I, like I said, I've even went and re- like, listened. Uh, I didn't effort into it. I just had it on while I was playing FIFA podcasts. Um, about Elron Hubbard. <laughs>
0: that's that's going to be on your greystone. What was he doing? I don't know, but he was playing FIFA at the time. Oh, Whatever was, he was doing, he was playing FIFA.
1: It was some form of escapism. Where Newcastle have a bigger bank balance is what I was reenacting. Um, so yeah, so I I just found it interesting, and it's uh, I'm giving it a four. I'm going to give it a, a decent four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well start off cult month they are funnier cults there's some darker ones and there's some funnier ones but there are none more successful than Scientology
0: yeah it was absolutely It was. Just, it's just scary I found it terrifying and not because I'm scared of Scientologists it's just for the people who are trapped within it because they're not going to be able to go clear and get out and it, that's just that's awful yeah it's just sad um, right, let's leave on a positive, Rick. Give us some positives from Scientology and the documentary. <laughs> I've taken us down a miserable rabbit hole.
1: Uh, listen, listen, we're just going to wrap up and say thanks very much for listening. I'll catch you again next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.